Now, here's a fun example of uncommon sense in action. In the adult beverage category, you could call it another concept for neutral spirits, and it ties in a very interesting early episode. Welcome to Uncommon Sense. I'm Randy Cassingham. I was intrigued by the announcement of a newly launched vodka brand. There's what, about a million vodka brands around the world? But this one is a wild example of uncommon sense in action. It involves Air Company. And while they're not really meaning to be a distillery, their first product, a proof of concept if you will, is indeed vodka. Vodka, Wikipedia says, is a clear, distilled, alcoholic beverage composed primarily of water and ethanol. Traditionally, it is made by distilling the liquid from cereal grains, or potatoes, that have been fermented, though some modern brands use fruits or sugar as the base. Well, Air Company's vodka doesn't fit that definition. Oh, it's comprised primarily of water and ethanol, but how they get there is the interesting part. But I'm going to back up for a second since I didn't explain what I meant that they're not meaning to be a distillery, a maker of adult beverages. We are a technology and lifestyle brand, explains company co-founder Gregory Constantine, producing consumer goods by capturing excess carbon from the air and transforming it into things of value, one product at a time. Well, that's certainly intriguing whether you believe in climate change or not. Frankly, this sounds like magic. Carbon in its pure form, again according to Wikipedia, is a simple chemical element, atomic number 6, and the 15th most abundant element on Earth. Depending on where it's found, it ranges from a soft black powder to a brilliantly clear diamond. Measurements of carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere have been rising since the dawn of the Industrial Age. Researchers have been able to measure that by taking core samples of ice frozen in the planet's polar ice caps. There's an animated chart video of that on the show page. But let's get back to the vodka. Air Company says they want to produce consumer goods by capturing excess carbon from the air and transforming it into things of value, which is a wild concept, and here's how that relates to vodka. They're sucking carbon out of the atmosphere to run it through water to make ethanol, the chemical formula of which is C2H6O, two atoms of carbon, six of hydrogen, and one of oxygen. The carbon comes from atmospheric CO2, carbon dioxide. The hydrogen and oxygen come from water, and the energy to make it happen comes from solar power. In the sense of contaminants, it's probably the purest possible way to make vodka. And since it sucks the carbon out of the air without using carbon-based fuel for the energy to make it happen, every bit of vodka they make is not merely carbon-neutral, but carbon negative. The process uses the same principles as photosynthesis in plants, says another company co-founder, Stafford Sheehan, but it does so more efficiently. We use carbon dioxide as one of the ingredients for our alcohol rather than have it as an emission, a waste product. Their method, based partly on patent-protected technology and partly on trade secret processes, 
uses no cereal grains like rye and no potatoes, no acres of plants to water, harvest, and boil in the still to make alcohol. Those staple foods can be used as food. A publicity stunt? Maybe, but the company based in Brooklyn is already selling their booze. At $65 a bottle, it's out of my price range, but so far they're only selling it in New York anyway. Sheehan is a Yale-educated PhD with a background in chemistry, physics, and computer science. Their machine can fit in any given bedroom, he says, and does the same role as traditional distilling, only faster and more efficient, with no impact to our environment, and all run on solar power. A bottle of their vodka, he says, pulls the same amount of carbon from the atmosphere as seven and a half trees. They've gotten attention from some big organizations, winning the United Nations Idea for Change Award in 2017, the 2019 NASA CO2 Conversion Challenge, and guess what? They're a finalist for the current XPRIZE competition to convert CO2 emissions into valuable products, which is what clued me into the company. The XPRIZE was the subject of Episode 6 of this podcast, titled The X Factor, and I check in on their site from time to time to see what's interesting. I'll link to that competition from the show page. That particular prize, by the way, is $20 million. In all, 38 teams from around the world entered, and in June, after two years of testing, that field was narrowed down to 10 finalists. And then, Air Company's vodka was added to the finalist mix late in the game. The other 10, as described by the XPRIZE Foundation, are, in the order presented in the report, Carbon Upcycling Technologies of Canada, which is converting CO2 into a portfolio of advanced materials with a range of applications for the plastics, coatings, epoxy, adhesives, concrete, and lithium-ion battery industries. C2CNT of Virginia has developed an inexpensive means of transforming CO2 into carbon nanotubes, which have remarkable properties of flexibility, high conductivity, and lightweight strength greater than steel. Carbon nanotubes can be used as lightweight, cheap replacements for metals, new bullet and taser-proof textiles, stronger cement composite building materials, and expanding applications in industrial catalysis, batteries, and nanoelectronics. C4X of China and Canada invented a process which converts waste CO2 into a variety of chemicals and plastics, including ethylene carbonate, an essential material used in lithium-ion batteries, ethylene glycol, a key ingredient in the packaging of textiles, CO2-foamed plastics for use in applications such as car and aircraft materials, packaging, and beverages. New Light of California converts greenhouse gases into a high-performance biodegradable plastic replacement called air carbon, a material that is estimated to have the ability to outcompete fossil fuel-based plastics globally on a price and sustainability basis. Breathe of India specializes in design and use of novel catalysts for converting CO2 into high-purity methanol and carbon monoxide, which have a wide range of industrial, manufacturing, and chemical applications. 
CERT of Canada developed a modular system for the electrocatalytic conversion of CO2 into chemical feedstocks and carbon-based fuels using only water and electricity. Dimensional Energy of New York has developed a modular reactor technology that relies on photocatalysis to produce environmentally responsible polymers and chemical intermediaries, which optimizes the interplay of feedstocks, catalysts, and sunlight for maximum conversion at low temperatures. Carbon Cure of Canada says the concrete industry is the largest industrial emitter of CO2 and their solution improves concrete while at the same time reduces cost, reduces concrete's carbon footprint, and while they're at it, reduces water consumption. Carbon Capture Machine of Scotland created a process which combines CO2 with saline waters to produce carbon-negative, high-value carbonate feedstocks. Carbon Upcycling UCLA at the University of California, Los Angeles, created a technology that produces strong, prefabricated components that directly substitute for standard construction products with a CO2 footprint less than half of conventional concrete with unprecedented energy efficiency and scalability. There's a sense out there that climate change can't be fixed, said one of the contestants. That's something that we just adamantly disagree with. And it sure looks like all of the contestants are proving that it can not only be done, but it can stimulate huge economic benefits. Our long-term goal is to develop our own brand products in each category where we see an opportunity to disrupt the existing infrastructure, says Air Company's CEO, Gregory Constantine. We are on a mission to change the world and save the planet. You have to start somewhere, and we are starting with vodka. And while they're at it, they're making a nice profit, whether they win the X Prize or not. Now, that's Uncommon Sense. The show page for this episode with links, photos, and more is thisistrue.com slash podcast51, where you can also comment. And if you tried the new vodka, I want to know what you think of it. I'm Randy Cassingham, and I'll talk at you later. <laughs>